Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Mix 106.5. It's Kramer and Jess. Secrets. Shh. A secret. Now. Something that's kept or meant to be kept unknown or unseen. Well, until you share it anonymously with Kramer and Jess. The last part isn't in the definition, is it? Mix 106.5. We want to talk to you this morning about what did you find out that grandma and grandpa were doing behind your back. And we're talking about to your kid, like not... Like we're talking about your parents or your mother-in-law, your father-in-law. Yeah, because oftentimes, you know, you drop them off with grandma and grandpa, and you don't really know nope. what they're up to you all day. Trust them. You just got to trust them to do it right. But sometimes they become, they think they're the parent, and that's where things get a little bit gray. Yeah. Welcome to Charm City Secrets. We do this every Tuesday and Thursday morning at this time. It's a chance for you to get that secret off your chest, maybe it's holding in yeah. for too long. And we're just nosy people, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, keeping in a secret is the worst feeling on the planet. Yeah. So sometimes it just feels better to tell people who have absolutely no idea who you are. <laughs> also, we have a voice disguiser, so no one even has to know who you are. Let me give you a phone number, 410-583-1065. Your Charm City secret this morning is going to be, what'd you find out that grandma and grandpa were doing behind your back? I'll tell you how we got here. I saw this article on Reddit. Um, this woman posted that... Her, she found out that her her mother-in-law and father-in-law uh-huh. have been taking her eight-year-old son to church behind their back now for years. years? Like, they had no idea. <laughs> and if you're like, wait, what? How does it just make sense? Well, the boy goes and stays with the grandparents over the summer. Okay. And then, like, for the last couple of years now. Yeah. And then nobody ever brought it up. So... They, by the way, had both kind of stepped away from the church. They didn't mm-hmm. want to raise their son in the church, but the grandparents really wanted to raise okay. their kid in the church. So they did it anyway, knowing that they would have had an issue with it. The only way they found out was because the son came, this is wild, the son came to the parents. Imagine this feeling. The son came to the parents and was like, hey, can you guys come to my baptism? No way. And they were like, wait, what? So obviously they confronted the the parents. <laughs> And they're like, oh, yeah, we didn't want to tell you, but we've been taking him to church for the last four years. So do you want to go or not? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, now that was the debate on Reddit was like, if they're against it, like, can they let him go get baptized? It's a whole mess. Charm City Secret for this morning. What did you find out that grandma and grandpa were doing behind your back? Jess? Yeah. So when I was in, was it like third grade, second or third grade? Um, for the full year, my papa, uh, my dad's dad was taking me to school. 
Um, so something about my family and about my parents at the time, especially my mom, was just like against anything sweet. Yeah. Like, wouldn't give me sugar because obviously I'm a very hyper person and it would like make me go off the wall. And, Stay away. And it was like, it was terrible. I wasn't allowed to have anything fun at all whatsoever. But my papa, my best friend, didn't care what she had to say. Nope. So for a full year, every single day that he was taking me to school, we would go to Krispy Kreme on the way and then after school and then we would get like Taco Bell or junk food or whatever. And my mom had no idea until, and I, I don't know how she found out. I think I accidentally told her or something like that. But basically, she was really, really upset because she was trying to, like, have us be, you know, a healthy life and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah. Grandma Grandpa, wild out, man. Hey, Nicole, good morning. Good morning. What'd you find out? So, for, my daughter's 18 now, but when she was about four, I learned that every Sunday when she went to church with my in-laws, they decided to McDonald's for breakfast. Uh-huh. So, my father-in-law would share a coffee with my four-year-old. <laughs> now, now, I'm assuming that was not a part of her morning routine when she was with you. Oh, no. No, that wasn't a part of our morning routine or, like, what I wanted my four-year-old to be drinking. Like, oh the caffeine God. overload. How did you find out? Well, she came home, and my husband, he drinks coffee sparingly and funny. I don't like to drink coffee, but I do like coffee ice cream. Oh, yes. So when my husband, her dad, was making himself some coffee, she's like, can I have some? He's like, no. She's like, well, Pop Pop lets me drink it every See, Sunday. I feel like every kid, kids are going to always going to let them know what happened. You know yeah. what I mean? They're always going to come forth and give the truth. That's funny, Nicole. Thank you for calling us. Erica from Dundalk, good morning. Good morning. All right, what'd you find out that grandma and grandpa were doing behind your back? Well, it's grandma that I had the phone to take with, my okay. mother. <laughs> okay. Actually. What happened? Who is, I love her to death. She helps me out a lot, actually. Um, I'm recently divorced and my work hours got shifted around. So um, while my kids, I have two kids, um, one is 13 and the other is seven. And of course, right now they're doing virtual learning. Yeah. And so with me um, working during the day. So my mother takes the kids for me uh, most weekdays. And um, once, you know, I, I went and picked them up and brought them home and noticed that my 13-year-old, she's my daughter, uh, was acting a little strange, you know, just off, um, a little bit erratic. Okay. Um, yeah. I smelled something familiar on her. Um, couldn't understand how that could be happening. It yeah. smelled a, smelled a little alcohol on her. Oh. And, uh, and this is after you just picked her up? You just picked her up from your mom's house and you smell alcohol on her. Yes. You know, I even actually asked her, like, did you go somewhere um, away from grandma's house? Did you see one of your friends? No. Right, because you wouldn't time. you wouldn't think your 13-year-old be drinking, right? Of course not. No, no. She, she really has no interest in that. But I, I did find out the truth of what happened. My mother decided, uh, you know, just some old, maybe like a little wives' tale, something that she, her mother used to do or her grandmother used to do for the family. Um, a little sensitive, but, you know, my daughter uh, recently started her menstrual cycle, uh-huh. and she's been uh, having a hard time adjusting with that. And my mother thinks that whiskey is basically... No! <laughs> Wait, your mom gives your 13-year-old whiskey to, like, <laughs> for, cramps. like, cramps? 
Exactly. And I mean, my daughter is very petite, so, uh, you know, a little bit going to really affect her, and it certainly did. Well, what did you... not happy to say the least. What did you have, like, like what did your daughter say? Like, what was the story? She doesn't want to talk to me. She's definitely at that age where she's, you know, a model. Wow. And cringy and embarrassing. Ah. Granny, no. to begin with. No. So. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Yeah. Are you so? How would that conversation go with with Grandma then? Yeah. Oh, I told her no more. Yeah. I, mean, I remember her mentioning that when I was a kid. I I, I don't remember doing that, but yeah, it, it's just not gonna fly. I let Hello. her know that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like back in the day, that'd be fine. Now you'll be you'll be getting locked up. Your kids taken away from you. Like it's just different. Your granny gotta watch out. Totally. With all that. Oh my goodness. Well, crazy. <laughs> thank you for uh, thank you for your secret this morning. Appreciate that. Okay. Well, I could get off my chest. Thank you. <laughs> We're getting a lot of coffee stories, too. Listener yeah. Maria says, my father-in-law would give my toddlers coffee. Now my 14-year-old twins are literally addicted. Another text from 443. My grandparents used to sneak Italian ice to me. Every single time my parents said no, we would just go to the computer office and they would give it to me there. Wow. And then another text from the 443 uh, was similar situation to the story that we were mentioning earlier. My husband's grandmother was very religious, and she took our son to be baptized as a baby without us knowing. So the grant, so she just did it. Straight up. Yeah. That's bad too, man. <laughs> All right, Annie, I'm sorry. You were saying before the break that your son came home and used the word and forgive us here, but can't say anything other than MFR. Mm-hmm. Okay. What happened? So I was asking him where he had even heard that because my husband and I are so strict about not saying anything inappropriate in yeah. front of him. And that's a bad um, one too. I mean, I've heard kids say like the S word, the D word. No, but that's not. very abrupt. Yeah, wow. <laughs> MFR. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was concerning, right? Yeah. And so we're at my husband and I were like, "Where?" Like again, where did you hear this? Whatever. And he's like, "Oh, some some grandpa." And I was oh, like, man. "What?" Because I know my dad, and my dad can be crass, but he wouldn't even say he would not say MF or right, okay? right, especially to a five year old. Yeah. Sure. And I was like, "What do you mean, grandpa?" And he's like, "Grandpa's movie, Grandpa's movie." And I oh, was no. like, "Okay." So I called my dad. And I was like, what is Grandpa's movie yeah. that my son now knows mf And he was like, oh, we were, uh, I think I had Die Hard on. <gasps> no. What the freak? Yeah. Like, what the freak? <laughs> 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 Only giving proof that she obviously did not learn that word at home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, he's five years old. He can't be watching, like, rated R movies. Yippee-ki-yay. My God. Yeah, and right. So, yeah. I was, he was like, oh. Oh, he's five years old. Because really, honestly, we watch a lot of movies like that. He's, he's fine. And I was like, there's more. And so basically <laughs> I found out that my dad is showing my five-year-old son rated our movies because he thinks that he doesn't understand it. When in reality, he's repeating it. Oh, my goodness. Maybe that is so funny. It might be time to find a different babysitter, you know? Or maybe make, make, sure, grandma, <laughs> make sure grandma's around just to maybe choose the, the movie selection that's, that's such a guy thing to do. Like, what? Yeah. Who cares? It's not a big deal. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, or I'll have I'll have Grandpa come over to our house to take care of yes. him and make sure I take all the yes. TV remotes. Yes, there she goes. Oh, yeah. Mom of the year right there. Does a 27-year age difference in a relationship make you cringe a little bit? Because Jess and I does, to be completely honest. We heard this news yesterday, and we were like, whoa. And maybe we should, I don't know, maybe we're being too judgmental here. But what's the, what's the news in Hollywood, Jess? So comedian Dane Cook just got engaged to his 23-year-old girlfriend after five years of dating. How's that sit with you? 
How's that make you? What's the first thing that comes through your brain? 50 with a 23-year-old. Because like to me, it's like, what in the world does either of you see in each other? Like, what in the world could you even talk about? Even when I was dating Miss California, who she was, let's see, I was 38, she was 29. That, to me, felt like a lifetime of difference. Even just when Jess and I try to have conversations sometimes, I'm like, what? I know. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> like, so when I'm like 20, like 27 year difference, like, how does that work? We want to talk to people in Maryland this morning that have a huge age difference in their relationship and like defend it. If it works for you, defend it. Explain it to us so that we can get it. 410-583-1065. Nancy from Hampstead, good morning. Good morning. You just got out of a relationship with a a big age difference. Yes. You were how old? I'm 60. And he is how old? 31. Wow. Okay, that's that's, that's 29 years. 29 years. How long were you guys together? Four months. Okay. Defend that relationship to us, because you have to imagine some of us are looking at this like, huh. I've never been with anyone that wasn't at least 20 years younger than me. Where did you meet? We actually met on a dating site for older women and younger men. Okay. Oh, there's a site? And what, Um, can we plug the site? We might as well plug the site now. It's called Older Women Dating. Okay. Olderwomendating.com. So why did the fourth month relationship end? Because I told him I love you, and he ran like a Because <laughs> Because ain't no 20-year-old trying to be in love. I, I don't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. It's okay. So I'm okay now. Two days are crying, and I'm, you know, I've already talked to somebody else. Oh, good. She, Go she ahead, Nancy. She back on it. Yeah. Well, really quick, what about your circle around you? Did they know that you were dating somebody that was so significantly younger? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's younger than my youngest child. Oh, my God. Oh. Now, my, my children don't like it, but yeah. um, my relationship before that was 10 years long, and at that time, he was 21, so, you know. Um, Wait, 20, 21, and you were how old, 50? Um, no, because we've been broke up for seven years. Oh, okay, so a little bit, a little bit different, but still, th- 29 yeah. years, and, and to you, to you, everything was going great. You loved it, but then he, you just, he wasn't quite quite as far along as you were. No, he wanted more casual, and um, yeah, he wanted to spend more time on his career, and he's very family oriented, and yeah, you know, he wanted yeah. to give me the time that I wanted, and just you know, we okay. had to go our separate ways. But okay, it, but, but it worked. But it worked. But for, oh, yeah, for you. the majority of the relationships. I never dated anyone okay. that wasn't young, and it's always okay. worked. Okay, That's what we need to hear. Thank, Thank you. For calling. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, it's confession time. And this could be you or this could be your kid. But can you call us if you're willing to admit to us right now that either you or your child wears a shirt from a band they've never even heard of before? It could be you. It could very well be you. Or maybe like you see your kids putting on some of these like graphic tees nowadays and it's like Metallica and you're like, I guarantee you, you couldn't name one Metallica song if you tried. This I, irks a lot of people. I just don't know how prevalent this is. This is Mix 106.5, by the way. Hi, it's Kramer and Jess. I saw this in the Wall Street Journal. They, they did an article about just how young people, even like even my, like my generation, like because I, I love it. I, I love like band graphic tees, the ones that look retro. I think they're super cool, right? Yeah, yeah. But what this what they started doing is figuring out that there's a ton of people that wear these that have no idea mm-hmm. any of the music about these artists whatsoever. Right. So here's the poll that backs it up that just came out this morning. Twenty five percent. This is true. Twenty five percent of people in Maryland have worn a shirt from a band they didn't even really follow. Didn't couldn't really care less about. You just thought it looked cool. And if you're under the age of 30, by the way, it's 41%. So there's a very good chance that, like, your kid, that you're wearing a shirt from a band you don't even know or care about. Jessica, you willing to confess it? I do not own a band shirt of any sort of, like, artist that Mm -hmm. I do not connect to or know songs That's surprising. I thought maybe you would because they're pretty trendy, you know? Is this, like, does this really upset people? I, I, it seems a little fake. seems a little phony to me. Because, like, as someone that's actually a fan of something, I would feel... Let me give you an example, okay? I have an Outkast t-shirt. I grew up in Atlanta. Outkast was my my go-to group, right? Mm-hmm. I found a, quote-unquote, new retro shirt probably five years ago. Yes. And I was wearing it, and I, I, was, at, I was at the grocery store, and the guy that was, was checking me out of the bag, or I can't remember which one, was like... Nice Outcast shirt. I'm like, thank you. He goes, name three songs. Yeah. And luckily I could, but I would get like, I'd feel kind of miffed if you didn't actually know anything about the group whatsoever. Hey, Mix 165, good morning. Who's this? Hi. Hi. Who is this? Lily. <laughs> Lily, do you wear clothes from bands that you don't even know? Yeah. How, how old are you, Lily? 11. Okay. <laughs> what band do you wear, Lily, that you you don't even know what, what song they have? Um... She's wearing a Rolling Stones t-shirt. Okay, so right now you have a Rolling Stones t-shirt that you're wearing on your way to school. Yeah? Yeah. Could could you name one Rolling Stones song? Like, if you had to? If we were like, hey, name any any song by the Rolling Stones. Could you do it? No. No. Okay, Okay. but you you like the shirt, though. But you like the shirt. Do you just wear it because you like the design? Yeah. She she thinks the logo looks cool. And honestly, I don't see an issue with that. And by the way, you're you're so not alone in this. Let's see if this is prevalent or not. 410-583-1065. Hello, Sierra. Hey. Which band do you wear that you don't actually follow at all? names of the bands, but I got a couple of shirts. I think I got, I think I got a Guns N' Roses shirt or Nirvana or whatever. Yeah. Wait, you don't even know? 
I know some of their songs, but I couldn't list them. If you ask me to list their song, my brain is occupied with more important information. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. fair. That's right. fair. That's so fair. So then it's, it's a fair question to ask then. Why would you wear a shirt of a band you don't even follow? Because if I if their song does come on, I'm still going to enjoy it. <laughs> and also... I don't know. It's a good shirt. Yeah, you can just say you can just say that you liked how it looked with your jeans, and honestly, that's your prerogative. I don't see the issue with that. I mean, could we say? Let me let me ask you this. Thank you for calling us, by the way. Could you? Because this is how I feel. I always see people that are wearing like Yankees hats. Or like Dodgers hats in L.A. And I'm like, do you know anything? It says L.A. or N.Y. Hey, I'm like, you have no room to talk, buddy. You you don't. You rep O's and you rep Ravens and you don't know anything I about sports. I live here and I follow them. Well, what no, are you talking no, about? No, but that's fair. Like, you have love for them, but you don't know any stats about but sports. You know, and you should be allowed to wear that you, because you love them. So why can't people who love the design of the shirt still wear the shirt? Okay, 410-583-1065. This is Dylan from Perry Hall on One. What's up, Dylan? Yeah, What's up? Do you fall into this demographic of people that are wearing band shirts that they don't even follow? Well, actually, yes, I do. And then I also just bought a ACDC shirt for my little cousin who is seven. <laughs> okay, so you are spreading <laughs> you're spreading this. Yes. Your yes. your little cousin, I would assume, knows nothing about ACDC. Yes. So absolutely nothing. Why do you know, <laughs> do you know anything about ACDC? Uh, yeah, I do. And then I also just bought him a Journey shirt. Okay. As well. Yeah, because you because you don't want him to stop believing. Even. That's why. Okay. That's why. Yeah. Exactly. The journey concert. So you, so you like it. So in turn, you're like, if if I like it, I will give my child a shirt. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes a li- at least a little right. bit more sense. Then, what's up, Megan? Hey. So this is your this is your daughter. Yes, my 12 year old. Explain the rule. So the rule is, we'll buy the shirt for her, but if she wears it, we listen to the music. So she has a Nirvana shirt, Rolling Stones, and Sublime. So if she wears it and she's in the car with mom or dad. We're listening to the music. So she can name the songs now. Why is this so important to people? Like, please help me understand why this makes people so mad when, like, someone doesn't know a song. It's, well, first, it's just, it's an easy way to torture the 12-year-old to annoy her. <laughs> okay, so, that's fair. So that's part of it. And I guess, well, Sublime was my husband's favorite band. Okay. School, so, I mean, just... Does she like it? Like, she, music. Yeah, she does. So, like, I look at her, um, like, playlist on Amazon Music, and she sneaks some of the songs okay, on there. Okay. She would never admit to us now that she likes them because of us. Yeah, of course not. not you guys. Never you. But she... No, we know nothing. She started <laughs> started with a shirt and then worked her way back into the music. That's fair. All right. Thanks, Megan. 410-583-1065. This is Brittany in Middle River. Hello, Brittany. Hello. Do you have a band shirt that you don't even fight by, like a group you don't even follow? Yeah, I do. I've got a, a couple of Pink Floyd shirts okay. that I wear. All right. And and why why in the world would you buy a Pink Floyd shirt? Well, I because it has I the rainbow on it. I couldn't their songs or any of their albums off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. I have heard their music before, and I like it. And you like it. And okay. it's really I like cute. the design of the shirt. Yeah. And it's, I don't think you should have to take a test to see if you qualify to wear <laughs> band merch. Yeah, guys, people aren't carrying around Scantrons and, and number two pencils so they can fill out A, B, C, or D for your band t-shirt tests. But should we? There's just so many shirts that you can, you can pick from. It is that time of the week where we turn our attention to a very enlightened 10-year-old. We call this segment Dear Abby. She's a 10-year-old who's really savvy. Just gets advice with Dear Abby. And in case you're new to our show, first, welcome. Glad to have you here. Who is Abby, Jess? Abby is my 10-year-old niece in San Diego, California. I'm really close with my family. 
And Abby likes to tell people what to do. And so now I just listen to her and talk to her about what's going on in my life. And what is happening this week? I need to know if I'm possibly a loser because <laughs> apparently... Possibly. What are you, in high school? Like, what? I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, apparently I'm supposed to have a posse of friends, so I needed to talk to Abby about this. Abby, can I ask you for some advice? Yep. How many friends do you think a grown-up is supposed to have? Because a situation just recently happened that has me questioning myself a little bit. I ran into someone that I knew. He was like, yo, where's your posse? And it was just me and Dort. And I'm like, my posse is just us two. This is my posse. And he was like, well, this is my posse. And there's like 12, 15 people there. And I'm like... Are we supposed to have a posse? Am I supposed to have a posse? How many friends do you think adults are supposed to have? Well, my mom has at least 15 friends living in San Diego alone. Mm -hmm. Alone. Mm -hmm. Alone. That's not to include the 25 other in Ranch Cucamonga, (laughs) the 36 other (laughs) in in Boston. Yeah. What? You need to have friends. Don't be antisocial. Well, I do have friends, but they are across the country. So it's just me and him here. So he's my posse in Maryland. You should have some nearby friends so you have people to talk to and drink alcohol and stuff. (laughs) If you have like a lot of friends, but they're bad friends, you should get better friends who are not bad friends. Quality, not quantity. Thanks, Ab. Love you. Love you. I feel, like, I feel like she was just pulling numbers. Oh, like, yeah. What? Just 36? You, she's like, my mom has 36 friends in Denver. She has 19 in Phoenix. No, like, yeah, just- first of all, there's four, and I know who they are. <laughs> Abby. <laughs> like, this topic makes me so always feel so insecure when it talks about adult friendships because I... I don't know how this is supposed to look. Yeah. Like, I was actually... It's funny this came up this week because I, yesterday I found this article talking about how many good friends you're supposed to have when you're an adult. Yeah. And it says that, like, the average adult has about 10 good friends. And I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, you're like, okay, so Jess, yeah. Kiki, my mom. <laughs> can, we count, can we count mothers in that? Because, like, <laughs> dude, I don't know. Dude, but look, imagine me. I had an adult say to my adult face, yeah. where's your posse? I was like, like uh, what? I, I'm, I don't know. I didn't know I needed a posse. I will say the hardest part about moving to Maryland has been making friends hands down. Yeah. Like it's been the tough, and I don't even know why this move has been so, I think because of COVID, it kind of switched some things up as we moved in. Like what number of friends do you think you feel comfortable with? Because mm-hmm. I'm an introvert. I don't need a ton of friends, mm-hmm. but like you're my, <laughs> like Jess is like my only friend. Yeah. So. Or do we, I feel like you and I just have an issue because I feel like I talk to you and I get that out of my system because yeah. you're like my best girlfriend and then I go <laughs> and home best guy and best guy friend <laughs> and then I go home and I have garage and then we talk. So to me, I'm like, I'm cool. What are text messages saying, Jess? Lindsay says, I have maybe two adult friends and I sadly feel like Kramer and Jess are my friends because <laughs> I hear from them more than any real ones. And honestly, so I relate to that so much because I, you guys know more about me than any of my family and friends too. So I feel like I really relate to that. Yeah. Another text right here. I only have my husband and possibly one friend, but barely hang out. So don't feel bad. Okay. Maybe that's right. Hey, Cheryl, good morning. I'm calling to tell you how much I missed you both last week. Oh, Cheryl. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I mean, yeah, they played the repeats and I listened to them, but it's not the same. I like the 
I like the real deal. It's not the same. I completely agree, by the way. it's Whenever we go out of town, it does feel it does feel different. And we're so appreciative because I, I wish we could be here every day. But every now and then, we got to take a, va- a, a vacation, a break as well. A break. Yeah. You need a vacation. Yeah. And let me tell you about what you're talking about this morning, about the friends. Yeah. yeah. How, many friend, how many friends do you have, Cheryl? I have three okay. close friends okay. that I can count on. Okay. Okay. And I've got their back. They've got mine. Do, do Everybody you, else is just an acquaintance. Do you okay. feel Do you feel good with that number? Do you feel like you need more friends? You know, the average no. apparently the average person no. in Maryland has about ten good friends. I am good with that. And you know what's funny is my my daughter who's twenty three. She has three really good friends, and she says, "Mom, I also have a lot of acquaintances." Yeah. Our son who's twenty seven. He's got two really good friends, and the rest are just acquaintances. Like, they'll hang out and go to dinner or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. They'll go to a baseball game. But those two or three that you have mean everything to you. It's true. Yes, Listen, that you can actually count on. It's true. Cheryl, it's yeah. true. Okay, it's, it's good here. Cheryl, Cheryl's clocking in three friends. Am I bougie? Mm. Or would anyone with a damn good head on their shoulders <laughs> act the same way? There we go. Oh, nice. Perfect. Jess, when we first got here... Our boss is trying to figure things out about us and was asking us to describe each other. Yeah. And Jess used the term bougie to describe me. No one's ever described me as bougie before. That's because you don't have any real friends like me. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm bougie. I don't consider myself a bougie person. Yesterday, though, this could be a questionable one. I, I'd like to bring this to your attention. You tell me, is this bougie? Okay. Or just what anybody would have done mm-hmm. in the great state of Maryland? Uh, as a typical single male, of course, I'm not great at keeping stock of supplies of things. You know, things run out. Men aren't great at that. Toilet paper, always, always an issue. Like, not great at keeping toilet paper in stock. I wait till like, the, the roll is over. And I'm like, oh, God, I got to stop, like, right now and get some toilet paper. So Bad. on the way home yesterday, I stopped at CVS on Falls Road. I walk inside to go purchase my said toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Go to the toilet paper aisle, look left, look right, realize they don't carry my kind of toilet paper. Okay, this is like a specific brand you require? Steve Kramer. (laughs) That your butt requires. (laughs) Only wipes his precious derriere Mm -hmm. with Cottonelle. Okay. Cottonelle is the one with the ridges in it, and I just feel like it is an ultimate... Superior of clean. It's so. so this not. This sounds like an endorsement. I just freaking love this toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And listen, as an adult, I'm not changing it. Yeah. I'm not changing it. There's. They had the the one with the bears on it. I'm not touching that stuff. Mm-hmm. They had store brand. No, thank you. I literally left the CVS, drove all the way back closer to home, stopped at Harris Teeter just so I could get my. Cottonelle. Harris Teeter. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. How do you get in there? They got yeah, do you have like a do you need like a I've never been inside. I've never, car. I've, never no, I've never been inside the club. You just walk right in the uh the old the old teat, Jess. All right. That's what I call it, the teat. Um <laughs> Ew. <laughs> is that I mean I feel like as adults, don't we just get stuck on one brand and that's and that's the brand that you want. Okay. And forever I will wipe my derriere. With Cottonelle. Now, is is it to you, is that bougie that I will only stick with one brand? Because to me, that seems like what anybody, probably over the age of 30, like what would you have done in that situation? You went in, you had your, do you have a brand of toilet paper that you just 
yeah. buy every time. Yeah, whichever one is on sale. That's, that's it. So whichever uh, one's the cheapest you're going with. Whichever one, you know, works for me. The buy one, get one free, that's where I stay. <laughs> that's the best. Okay. So you wouldn't, in that situation, you walk into CVS, you're expecting a certain brand. Yeah. I think in this situation, you were not bougie. There's just a product that works for you and that you need. And I, you know, if that is what your uh, bottom Darian. requires and needs, that's your choice. I think what have been bougie is like if you were at, if you if you came over and used the bathroom and you're like, I can't go to the bathroom here <laughs> because you don't have my toilet paper, that's when you would be bougie. Okay, so walking out of a CVS just because they don't have my brand though. Like live your life. I need to know if this is an appropriate gift to give or not, okay? Because my friends give me a hard time over this. I should have been arguably a better friend about this situation. One of my high school friends uh, invited me to their, keep in mind, second wedding, okay? Mm -hmm. And I was at the first wedding. This is a a, a B-level friend, we'll say, okay? (laughs) Okay. You know what I mean? I try to rank my friends so you can understand like how close we are. We're B, we're cool, we talk, but like, uh, would I hop on a plane to go to their second wedding? Obviously not that much, right? Okay. So I got the invitation, I declined, but I still wanted to send a gift, right? Mm -hmm. Totally forgot about it. 100% 100% forgot about it. Send the, the, you know, the note and then forgot. Until last night, I'm on Instagram and I see them getting ready for everything for the big day this weekend. And I'm like, oh my God, I totally forgot to send a gift. Mm-hmm. It's too late now at this point, obviously, to send something from the registry. Right. So my idea was I'm just going to drop him a uh, $100 to his Venmo account yeah. and call it a day, mm-hmm. right? But I was talking to my friend, one of our mutual high school friends, and because I was like, did you did you send something? She's like, yeah, obviously I sent something. I was like, I didn't send anything. Is it weird if I send a Venmo? She's like, you can't send Venmo to a wedding. Like that's the most impersonal thing. That's worse than sending a gift card. You might as well not send anything or send a late gift than actually sending Venmo to a wedding. Now, I don't know really? that I would do it for a first wedding, mm-hmm. but a second wedding to me is kind of like, listen, you had you you get one. Hey, you get one. that's kind of mean. I gave you one, and so you, second one, you're getting Venmo. I already gave you one wedding gift. Okay, <laughs> this is a Kramer roll. <laughs> All right. Is Venmo, is that is that an okay gift for weddings or maybe like any? And just in general. Just, any just in general. general thing at all. Jess? You know, maybe it would be situational depending on the person, but I don't. I mean, you forgot. I feel like I know that you weren't about to just send something late from the registry. I think, like, if anything, you know, they're celebrating this weekend. A hundred bucks is a hundred bucks. I'd feel good about it. You know? If I looked down at my phone and saw a hundred bucks. Did you tell him, though? Like, hey, I completely forgot. I'm ha- so sorry. haven't done it yet. Okay. That's you, why before I do it, I need, like, some feedback on this. Because I think I just, you probably should call him. I don't think you should just drop it in there and just be like, like, back out. Like, bye. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think you should definitely tell him and apologize for being forgetful. But please, you know, just take this, obviously if you want to use it for something that you guys have been wanting or just for the fun weekend because you know they're going to be doing stuff all weekend long. Let's just say it's it's you and Garage Boy, your boyfriend, get married, okay? Yeah, and, and you show up. For some reason, I can't be there. Okay. Let's just say for whatever reason. Obviously, I'm going to be in the wedding, but right. um, I, it, let's say I can't be there. <laughs> if I were to drop you yes. 100 bucks in Venmo, would that make you feel a certain way versus getting you a gift off your registry? No. Not at all. It wouldn't. And I, okay. I've never been that way. But to me personally, I wouldn't. I'd be like, thanks, player. Anybody? <laughs> Shout out. I'd be like, this the shot's on you. Yeah, that's what I would say. <laughs> Jess had screenshot and put it on her Instagram. I would. Um, how do you feel about that? Is Venmo an okay gift? Would you feel some kind of certain way if somebody, and again, B-level friend, not a best friend, but a good friend. <laughs> uh-huh. Would you feel some kind of certain way, or anybody listening right now, have you received 
Venmo or any kind of, you know, digital cash payment, Apple Pay, PayPal, Cash App, and like felt a certain kind of way about that. Because for, before I do this, I just want some clarity that it's going to be okay in everybody's mind. Phone number 410-583-1065. Hi, McKenzie. Hi, good morning. Is that an okay gift, you think, to send oh a my digital God, payment? Totally. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. You're calling it Venmo. It's money. Yeah. It's yeah. money that's going right into their bank account. It's money. It is money. But it's like the absolute least effort amount of money that you can send. It's not like I'm even writing a check. I am not yeah, but, I'm not going to I buy mean, a gift card and mail it. I don't agree that because that's your hard earned money. I, I agree. Right. You know? So that that I mean, so you that that's still a gift is still a gift. Yes, you didn't send a card. Would it be more thoughtful to send a card? Absolutely. That's the point I'm But what to make. I think is worse is not doing anything at all. I think it's worse not doing anything at all. You know, it's their second wedding. Just send them some money. Do a little emoji with like a bride and a groom. <laughs> text, say hey, money's coming your way. I think they'll catch. That's what we're at in our lives. Just send the emojis and the money, and they'll be fine. Thank you for calling us. One is who? Uh, the one is Terry. Hi, Terry. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Is is a digital payment for a wedding gift okay? You think that's too impersonal? Maybe just gifts in general, because it's something we're gonna have to start dealing with more and more here, right? Right. Right. No, absolutely not. Um, like the other caller said, it's money. You know, who doesn't need or, you know, could use money at, at this day and age? Um, I think that the only thing is that you absolutely need to let your friend know that it's coming his way or that you're sending it. Um, think about all, I'm, I mean, I've been married, I'm, I'm on my second marriage, yeah. and I can't tell you how many registry gifts I got in, like, numbers. Like, people don't sometimes don't even pay attention to how many, you know, you, you request and then you end up getting three or four or something right. that you only requested one of. You know, I'm grateful, absolutely. But um, nowadays, I think cash cash is absolutely um, okay. Cash is king, um, baby. I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little cheap. Um, if it's a second wedding, I don't know if I would have done 100. Dang, okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a little cheap. Listen, I'm a little Terry cheap. said, hold up. That's a great, that's a great <laughs> point. Let me ask you something about you a know, second wedding since you've been married twice. You know, I'm divorced, and I'm curious if the next time I get married, do the gifts greatly decline in quality and expectation? In mine, no. I, you know, I had a lot of people at my second wedding. First wedding, I didn't have as many. But no, the gifts do not. No, the gifts are pretty much the same. Dang, okay. But, for you, though, if you but, keep acting like this, Kramer, <laughs> for you, you better but, shape up, buddy. But I'm going to say this, and, and hopefully my husband's not listening. Oh, boy. I, I would never get married a second time. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Why do you say that? Because, like, when you're married the first time, you know, and then you're divorced and you're used to your own ways and, you yeah. know. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I love my husband. Terry's I love like, my husband. Yeah. I love my husband. Of course. I think if I had to do it again, I would be like you, Kramer. I would just be playing, playing the field. Oh. Okay, Terry. <laughs> okay, Terry. Terry, Terry you're, not, you're not helping my non-committal <laughs> attitude, by the way. Like, you're I supposed am. to be building me up. Like, no, commitment's great. Like, don't be scared. Do it again. Oh, no. And, and I'm older. I'm 55, so take it from the older people. <laughs> Terry's going to be the best caller of the day. We can shut the show down. It's oh. not going to be better than this, baby. We appreciate you, Terry. Uh, thanks, All Terry. right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 